Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community. And today, this Wednesday, we're going to go take another step down our journey through the biblical text, another step down through the, our journey of the New Testament as we continue with Matthew chapter 11 today. We're going to talk about John the Baptist, how great he was, how uh, he was professed to come before the Son of Man, and how regardless of how great this man was on earth, even in the kingdom of heaven, Christ says, the least in the kingdom of heaven will, is still greater than anyone on this earth. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, pull out your Bibles to Matthew chapter 11, verse 1. Let's get started. Let's get, let's get ready to move. Uh, good morning, Christian America. So, good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company. Coming to you this Wednesday as we continue down our journey, our long journey, but necessary journey, through the New Testament, through the book of Matthew, through uh, the entire, eventually we, we hope to get through the entire text of the Bible. So, in the event that there are individuals out there without a without a Bible handy, uh, because sadly enough, there are uh, there are no shortage of cell phones across uh, this country, but there is a shortage of Bibles in people's household, which is a which is a travesty uh, by itself. So one of the one of the reasons we come to you this Wednesday, one of the uh, podcast shows uh, that we do every week, this every Wednesday, as we journey through the New Testament, and we 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 don't even take a whole. Uh, chapter within the New Testament, where we, we take chunks, little stories, little tidbits of knowledge and of information that are so crucial, that are that that are critical in our daily lives, that are critical throughout the story of the Bible, that are critical throughout Jesus' life and His ministry, um, as He teaches His followers. That's what we're here to do. We're here to to regurgitate His words and provide His message to you guys. Not nothing. I nothing we say here is is. Uh, am, am I trying to claim as my own thoughts because I, I, these aren't uh, my thoughts. These are what Christ says. This is, these are his words. These are his messages. These are uh, uh, read verbatim. Okay, so, so, so that uh, we don't change anything. We don't try to manipulate anything. We don't try to fit um, anything that Christ says into our own you know, ideology. We're, you know, the, on, on, the, on this Wednesday podcast, as we journey down through the New Testament, we provide you guys uh, who maybe not, uh, maybe don't have a Bible handy or, or uh, have difficulty understanding the complexities and the depth that is, uh, that is the biblical text. We try to provide you a way to, to, to both hear it via podcast and then explain some of it as we see it and, and try to form it into the, into the, uh, the culture of 2019 so that we can understand in this environment you know, what should we be doing? What does what Christ, Christ say? What did he say? And, and, and if his truths live on forever, and they do, um, what does that mean for us today? And how, do, how can we uh, take a lesson, uh, a biblical lesson, and apply it in 2019 to our daily lives and the lives of our family and in the lives of our friends? So that's what we're here today on the Good Morning Christian American podcast to do. 
And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into uh, the book of Matthew chapter 11. So the book of Matthew uh, chapter 11, you know, comes obviously from the end of Matthew chapter 10, where chapter 10, Jesus is doing a lot of healing. People are coming to him, they're falling down, they're prostrating themselves before Christ because they hear all these good things that he's doing. And, and he provides more healing. He provides answers to the world, just as he provides answers to the world today. If we were, if we were just to listen, if we were to fall down on our knees and look to him, look towards him and pray to him and say, Christ, can you please help me? You have the power. And if you have the power, then you can help me and turn our lives over to him and pray to him for these, uh, for his blessings and his blessings will be bestowed upon us in his time and his in, in, in his path and so uh chapter 11 says after jesus has finished instructing the 12 disciples he went on from there to teach and preach in the towns of galilee so he's traveling around when john speaking of john the baptist who was in prison heard about the deeds of the messiah don't forget john prophesied son of man were coming john was baptized is the one who baptized jesus in in the, in the jordan um who helped christ start his ministry they are cousins john the baptist is uh the son of uh mary's sister elizabeth who and john the baptist from his earliest infancy his earliest uh while he was still in the womb heard the voice of mary heard the voice of the mother of Christ, and he and she, he jumped in her womb, knowing that it was her. That's the connection that John and, and, and Jesus had. And so uh, John heard about the deeds of the Messiah, and he sent his disciples to him. Because remember, John had a bunch of disciples. John was ministering about repentance and the kingdom of heaven coming well before Jesus showed up. He was there to, to come before Christ and to lay forward the, uh, the, the path. And so he sent his disciples to ask him, are you the one who is to come or should we expect someone else? And Jesus replied to him. He said, go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind have received sight and the lame walk. Those who have leprosy are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. So, big words. Christ is saying, look, tell John I got it under control. Tell John that everything is going as planned. Tell John that the Messiah has come. Tell him, tell him what you see. What do you see? You see that the blind can see, you, you, you see that the deaf can hear, you can see that the dead are raised, you can see that the good news is being broadcast to the poor, to us, the average person. How to be lifted up, not by our own volition, but through Christ, that through Christ, all things are possible. Anything can be done. Tell them, tell, them, tell John that ease him and his worries. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, 
And what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are kings and palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it was written. I will send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. And this is the prophecy of that John was to come, that John was the prophet ahead of Christ. See, everything in the Old Testament continuously prophesies this about the Son of Man, about the Messiah who is to come, and he's going to set the world ablaze. He's going to make all things new. He's going to He's going to be the Savior of Israel. He's going to be God's chosen one, the Son of Man. And they fully don't understand these prophecies. They assume that he's coming in to be a king. They assume he's coming to be a leader. He, he, they assume he's going to come to be a warrior. To free them from the oppression of the Romans. To free them and to, to, to help them prosper on this earth. But that's not the case. And, and we, we'll find that out later. We know that later. But at this point, Christ is still laying out uh, the case for John as the messenger. And he is the son of man that has come. Truly, I, and, and so he says, truly, I tell you, among those born to women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Those born to women, has not, there has not been anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So as great as you are on this earth, John, he just said John the Baptist is the greatest human born to women. And the least in the kingdom of heaven is still greater than he. That that just mentally, he's he's telling you that that the kingdom of heaven is so much greater than the than than what is on earth. That the least in heaven is greater than anything on this earth. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence and violent people have been raiding it. For all the prophets and all the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is the, the Elijah who was to come and whoever has ears, let them hear. To what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to others. We played the pipe for you and you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say he's a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they say he's a glutton and a drunkard. A friend of the tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is proved right by her deeds. See, so Christ is telling you that John is a great man. He's the greatest of men. He has led the way. This is the prophecy. He was to lead the way before Christ. He was to set the path forward. And now Christ has come. He has, John has baptized him. John has done what he is supposed to do. And there has been no greater individual who has walked this earth 
uh, greater than John, that has been born to women, excuse me, that he said that, that is greater than John and that the kingdom of heaven is still that much greater. And then he chastises us here on this earth. He chastises the people that don't believe because they make excuses. They make excuses as to why we don't do the things we're supposed to do. When we see the miracles, when we are able to see with our own eyes, this is what Christ does. He heals the sick. He uh, he heals the blind. He raises the dead. He, he does all these, cleanses the leopards. He does all these things. And they make excuses when John was baptizing and saying, repent, repent. The kingdom of God is near. Be saved. Repent from your sins. When he says all of those things. And he didn't eat and he didn't drink. You talk bad about it. And so now here Christ is. Come. As it was foretold. As it was prophesied. By and here are the people who say you believe this book. You say you believe the Old Testament. You say you believe these prophets. That prophesied this is what was going to happen. Here it had has happened. And you're not even paying attention. You're too busy talking bad about people that want to do good. You're too busy chastising people that are trying to help. You're too busy talking crap about people and what they're trying and what they're doing when they're tr all they're trying to do is get people to do the right thing, get individuals and communities together in love and compassion and happiness, and prepare the way and to be a little bit less sinless and to prepare ourselves that we can enter into the kingdom of heaven. And here it is, it's in front of you, and you're too blind to pay attention. You're too consumed with your own stuff. You're too consumed with your own earthly goods. You're too consumed with your own ambitions. You're too consumed with being the all-important person. That's why he calls the Pharisees hypocrites. That's why he chastised the leadership. That's why he said, what, who are you out here to see? Who are you out here to see? Men, a king, and, and, and nice robes? No, that's not this. This king doesn't have nice robes. Because those robes don't matter. What matters is what's in your heart. What matters is how you treat others. What matters is the good works that you do for others. What matters is that you believe in God Almighty. You believe in Jesus Christ. And then if you believe, all these good things can happen. Stop thinking that you are the center of the universe because you're not. He is. And you've been face-to-face -face with the prophet. You've been face-to-face -face with the Son of Man. And you can't even get right. You can't humble yourself to recognize it. You can't humble yourself to do right. You can't humble yourself because you got too much money. You got too much pride. You got too much stuff. You got too much uh, arrogance about you. You can't be humbled. You know it all. You've seen it all. You've done it all. I'm a master of my own universe because I have cars that I want or I'm in, I'm in the process of becoming a who's who in whatever community that you're in. And I got, a, you know, I got a, a, a beautiful spouse. I got a beautiful apartment or a beautiful house or whatever it is that you've got that you can't be bothered to look at what the good book says. You have God's own words written in plain English that have been translated and have been passed down from generation to the generation. And the reason they have been passed down from generation to generation is because the tools and the lessons are timeless. They're timeless. They're, they're as true today as they were 2,000 years ago. And they'll be true in another 2,000 years equally the same. But you're too caught up in your own world to recognize it. You're too caught up in your own nonsense to recognize it. It doesn't matter how great you can be on this earth. The least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than anyone born to any woman of this world.
That should be a wake-up call to us. That should be a wake-up call to everybody that in order for us to do true good, in order, in order for us to be joined with our Lord and Savior for eternity in the kingdom of heaven, start paying attention. Start paying attention to what is right in front of us what we know to be true, what was prophesied for years. In 2019, stop paying attention to the stuff that does not matter. Stop paying attention to the things that are gonna get you into trouble. Stop paying attention to the things that are gonna end you up in what the Bible calls Gehenna or hell, where there is gnashing of teeth. Stop backbiting each other. Stop being infatuated with yourself and the things that you can buy. Our lives are great here in America in 2019. Our lives are great. Our earthly lives are great and they can be convenient. But yet with all the convenience and with all the greatness and with all the technology and with all the stuff, there's more people that kill themselves today than there's ever been. There's more mental health problems today than there's ever been. There's more suicides than today than there's ever been. There's more opioid abuse than today than there's ever been. So with all the ease, with all the comfort, with all the com uh, creature comforts, with all the technology, with all the tools, with all the crap, we are worse off than ever. We are worse off Ever. What does that mean? It means what we're doing is not working. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. As we've turned away from God, we've turned toward these things, we've turned away from God, and we've turned towards the earth, we've turned away from righteousness, and we've turned towards wickedness, we've turned away from, from the good, and we've turned towards sin, and look at what it's got us. Not out here. It's all types of stuff. It's all nice. But it's what's in here. It's dying. We're to be fishers of men, Christian America. We're supposed to be spreading God's word. We're supposed to be spreading God's message. That's what we come to you this Wednesday to try to give you a little piece of what scripture says, what God says, what Christ, what the words that Christ spoke that are true today as they were back then. And what do we do? What are we called to do? Spread his message, spread his love, be, believe in him. And do good works that are laid out in advance on behalf of him. To be fishers of men, to make believers of nations. I'm calling you and I'm challenging you to do that this Wednesday as we, as we get through this week. We're halfway done. What have you done so far this week to spread God's message? What have you done so far to get people to understand this? Hopefully, you've done your part. Hopefully, you're out there trying to save souls. Hopefully, you're trying to point people towards Christ. They got all the tools in the world to do it. We have, you know, the, the, the computer in your phone is stronger than the largest computer 50 years ago. 
the most powerful, most important computer. The, the computer in your phone is stronger than anything 50 years ago. You have the ability to reach millions. Start to change hearts and change minds, starting with your own. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for tuning in. The, Chris, the Christian American community is growing each and every day. We've got about 10,000 followers on all the social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Parler. Parler's a big up-and-coming free speech uh, social media site. We're there too. They haven't been able to post videos and stuff on there, but we do post links and we do post content. So go to Parler, start an account, look for the Christian American community. We're actually verified or validated uh, on, on that website. So look us up, uh, connect with us, follow us. Go to the YouTube channel, Good Morning Christian America. That's Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel. And subscribe to the podcast. That's where you get this on video. You get this on video. And if you can't, or if you're uh, in between, you know, you, whatever your daily battle rhythm looks like, and you can't get in front of a, a screen of some sort, if you go to Anchor, uh, if you go to uh, Spotify, if you go to Apple Podcasts, if you go to Google Podcasts, and, a, and about six or seven other podcast platforms, just search Good Morning Christian America. Hopefully you find a picture of me on there. Subscribe to it, and that way you get the audio only, and that way you can listen to this podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as we come to you for some inspiration, information, and education on the biblical text on what that means for us in 2019. How do we grow the Christian American community? Christian American community, because that's what's missing. Our country is going in the wrong direction, and we need to pull it back. And the only way to pull it back is through Christ. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until we see you on Friday when we talk about the family, when we focus on our family. You guys stay blessed. You stay on fire for Christ. You reread Matthew chapter 11, at least this portion of Matthew chapter 11. We'll continue this uh, this chapter next Wednesday. But Friday, we're going to be back on the podcast, focusing on the family, trying to take the lessons we learn and how do we develop those messages for those around us, those closest to us. And with that, until Friday, ladies and gentlemen, you guys stay on fire, stay on, uh, stay blessed, stay on fire for Christ. And good morning, Christian America.